Okay, welcome to episode 97 of the Never Iron Anything Comics Review podcast. Um, back this week is one quarter of a certain smelly podcast. The cowed protector of Dundee City and the hero who keeps the grotty out of brotty. This is Tom Stewart. How was that? That was one of my favourite ones. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that at all. That was really good. Grotty yeah, was a word invented by the Beatles. Did you know that? Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. Mm. Um, how you doing, Geezer? Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all, man. Just uh Bear on, we talked for half an hour now before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm 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 well versed in how these things go. You're fine. You're yeah, all right. I know you are. You're a pro. Just, yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll just play the game. Good. <laughs> now I see now one thing we didn't talk about that I said we'd keep was the fact that you did um you and the boys did a little tour of Glasgow, didn't you, for free comic book day? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, that was good. Good fun. That was really good. Yeah, it was really good fun. Um, started off at the the newest um, Forbidden Planet. Ah, I say yeah. newest. I mean that opened well over a year now, but um, yeah. it, it was before lockdown, long. wasn't it? Was it before? Yeah, it, yeah, it was only. I think it opened just before Christmas. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So only only a couple of months before it had to shut. But so we started there, got the free comics, had a wee look around, um, got a couple of wee bargains and stuff, and then headed down to the outlet store. And... So that's a Forbidden Planet outlet store. It's a while since I haven't been to Glasgow since the last con, um, and and at that point, um, I think I went and saw was it Pete Watson. Pete Watson yes. works there, doesn't he? Yeah, I, yeah. I propped and see him, and he wasn't there. But I went to the old one. But this is much bigger than new one. And is the outlet store at that site now? Is it or no? The outlet store's it's still at the old the old shop. Right, so where, okay. the, where the old location was, they, they've just turned that into like an outlet store. But it's an outlet store for all the Forbidden Planets. Oh, right. So so they send all their goods that couldn't be sold in their shop at well, discount right Glasgow. there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not too bad at all, especially when it's 75% off all the graphic novels and manga and everything. It's yeah. worth the flight. Oh, honestly, mate. It just is incredible. That's three times I've been now. Yeah, and it's just it's unbelievable. And my shelves are, are teeming. It's ridiculous. <laughs> D- don't get me wrong. I'm you know I was quite quick to go through a lot of the stuff and sort out you know stuff that I've maybe just looked at. Yeah, I think I actually messaged you a couple of them as well. Yeah, you did. Stuff yeah, that, thank yeah, you, man. stuff that I maybe yeah. just looked at, and um, you know I've then read and went, oh, it's not that great, but I've got it for pennies. So was it was a matter? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, we all made off pretty well from that. I mean, I don't think any of us left with less than three bags. I see how Dave Robertson had a big smile on his face. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> big time. He was like he was walking out with him like I can't believe this. <laughs> but you don't like you don't get it until you're actually there. Like me saying it, everybody's like, oh yeah, yeah, like it's good, it's, it's sale or whatever. You don't actually realise how much stuff you get from it until you get there. You right. know what I mean, like I, yeah. I'm sitting with, I'm now sitting with four hardback volumes of Pogo from Fantagraphics on the oh, shelf. Wow. And, you know, none of them for more than eight quid. Nice. It's all you those know, archival stuff that I want, like the old newspaper strips and all that sort of yes. thing as well, you know? Well, mm. that was loads. That was what a lot of us got when we were there this time. There was, like, loads of old Popeyes. Yeah. Um, there was the Dick Tracy's, Terry, oh, nice. Terry, Terry and the Pirates, Steve Canyon, Crazy, uh, Crazy Cat. Like loads of wow. stuff, honestly, mate. Um, I got um my first ever sort of foray into Gasoline Alley as well because I've got okay. Wal- Walton Skeezix, 
Um, but you know, it's it's like the old thirties and forties strips. You know, oh, so good, and you can't oh. find them at a good price anywhere. No, you know, a lot of that stuff. No, and yeah. I'd love to know where they came from because they're all dis like this all discounted stuff from other shops that have oh. then went there because they couldn't sell them. I'm sitting going. And they've all still got their reduced stickers on them. So like, where's not selling these? You know? yeah, I've not seen them in the FP in London for ages. Yeah. I know Gosh used to have a load, but I haven't seen them recently. Yeah. Well, the the new Forbidden Planet up, up the road in Glasgow, they've got loads of them, um, but obviously not discounted, you know, brand new ones. Right. Uh, well, they're all brand new anyway, but, you yeah. know, what I mean, they've, they've, but they've got loads in there. And that is what I always had my eye on when I was in Forbidden Planet was like the old, the, the actual big bound strips and stuff because they yeah. just look they look great on the shelf as well as well as being amazing strips yeah and that's steve canyon stuff days. man fucking hell oh yeah. not kniff man <laughs> yeah. so i can hear uh johnny cannon like his head's a big bear yeah. at the moment he's sounding <laughs> i'm surprised he hasn't gotten in and raided it i tell you yeah he, he did message me today saying i don't know whether i should say but he's bought a couple of big books yesterday oh, right. I think, yeah he, he messaged me about but uh nice yeah okay yeah, but it was, it was oh. good. But yeah, from that on to uh, A1 Comics and Games down the road, uh, you know, they've got loads of figurines and stuff as well. Yeah, I went loads. in there for um, No Brow a few years ago. And um, yeah, you have to go in, the to- first bit's the toys, and then you go to the other side, and there's a few comics and stuff in there, aren't there? Yeah, yeah, they've, d- they've done a lot better now. Oh, right. um, I mean, it's not amazing, but there is like an actual whole, you know, number of rows of graphic novels and trades, and then there's a wall of all the new okay yeah that's Um, i think i think i saw that yeah 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 yeah. and then they've got loads of boxes long boxes of back issues which range from sort of newer stuff to maybe stuff in the sort of 90s and early 80s or whatever uh, and stuff not great runs of stuff obviously people go in there quite regularly so they've probably read it yeah um, but not bad you mean like it's still it's still long boxes of stuff and they're all alphabetized and stuff so yeah um, but yeah, and then on to like, yeah, I think the lads, we went on to Pizza Hut, which was, <laughs> well, that's, that's the <laughs> Rock and roll. Yeah, that's the <laughs> highlight. Um, yeah, stocked up on food, had a good laugh, showed off some of the books and stuff that we got. Yeah. Um, and then I think the boys went on to like a, a Japanese sort of manga toy and Oh, okay. Shop at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was that was my cue to go at that point. So yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. My my back was honestly breaking with the amount <laughs> of comics I picked up because <laughs> it was collections. <laughs> yeah, it's when I go to like conventions and stuff. I I have a particular bag that I take with me that I know won't take loads, so I can't mm. go fucking mental. But yeah. it has has enough to you know. Um, I'm got we got the comic mart on Sunday here. So uh, me and Falpi are going down to it. Um, That's going to be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of diseases to be caught at that anyway, <laughs> you know. So you're, we'll all, see you're, all, you're all vaxxed up, though, yeah, against, you know, jabbed. COVID and chlamydia and all that kind of jazz. <laughs> chlamydia. Fucking hell, I haven't heard of that for years. There you go. Another favourite, you know. <laughs> Speaking of chlamydia, the... Um, <laughs> What have you chosen for us to talk about this week? <laughs> that's this a good, thank you. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, 
after was a, 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 a newer one for a change and something a bit more mainstream, I went for a DC Comics Batman a Maelstrom of the Mind. So it's Batman number 66 by Tom King, Jorge Fernez and Dave Stewart. Yep, so Jorge Fernez on the um, the art. Colours mm-hmm. by Dave Stewart, Clayton Cowles, letterers. Uh, Michael Janin did the cover and Evan Doc Shana did the variant. I don't have the variant, yeah. I've got the actual original cover. Yeah, same. Yeah. I would love the variant because I'm a, a fan of Doc Shana. Shana, yeah, me, you and me both, man. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Um, why this one, dude, out of interest? Uh, I just really, really fell in love with the art, to be honest. Okay. Uh, it's the, I think it's the first time that I ever stumbled across uh, Jorge Farnes as mm. well. And also in the back of the print copy, there is a little section of Mad Skewers the DC Universe. Yes. So this is um there was a sort of relaunch of Mad, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, at one point. And this is kind of the um kind of like this this we'll talk about it later, but there's some there's some uh, Mad magazine alumni in it and there's some sort of funny funny stories and stuff like that. Um f- fair warning, it's n- the Mad magazine stuff is not in the trade and it is not in the digital. No. Um if you pay for the digital all you get is the Batman story which we're about to talk about. Um so did you are you a regular on the regular a Batman reader? No, no. Or not even the character, or um, yeah. I, I mean, I've got I've got collections and stuff like the sort of staple points. Yeah. Um, Dark uh, Returns, Long Halloween, and stuff like that. Do you know what I've? I used to be more up on it. Um, maybe sort of eight nine years ago, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of fell off. To be honest, you know when you when you can't really keep up with the regular that are coming out, you kind of lose interest. Oh, it's difficult these days. Yeah, yeah, and there's God, there's that many bloody Batman books now, and at one time or another they all tie in one one way, and it's like, oh Christ, I can't I can't keep up with this. I saw so some, I, something said there's thirty Batman books out in the, oh, in a month coming up or something, isn't there or something? It's like Spider Man. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. How come you picked this issue up? It really was. I, I kid you not. I I saw an image online of oh, uh, right. of a uh, Batman um, depicted by Fornes and found out it was from this book. And actually, I saw a couple of different ones, uh, a couple of different images at the same time. Um, and it's they like actually promo images, you mean, or Twitter images, yeah, or something, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, it was just Twitter images, but I think it was like work in progress ones from Farnes himself that had oh, been, well, okay. yeah, yeah, they'd been kind of retweeted on by somebody, and then you know, comic book resources had sort of put up and been like, "Oh, look at this." Yeah, and I was honestly so taken with how he'd depicted Batman with the short ears and stuff, but to me, it looked like Adam West. Okay. I was looking at it and going, right. that looks like Adam West, just with the belt and everything. Okay, the colouring's different, but, you know, the black and white, I was looking, going, yeah, oh, that's like true, Adam actually. West. It's very um, Mazzucchelli, in fact, we'll talk about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's, that's, how I, that's how I fell for it as well, though, seeing those images, is because I love that more sort of illustration style. Yeah. Yeah, there's a Toth Mazzucchelli thing going on, isn't there? Um, yeah. The... Right, we're going to talk about the cover, and then, we're, and then I'm going to ask you just to briefly explain. It won't take long because it's as as a phrase I will use later again, decompressed as fuck. Um, yes. <laughs> to, to explain the story, but let's talk about the cover first. So, not the even Doc Shaner one. Unfortunately, I don't have that one. I've got the the original cover. Um, but 
it is the one by Mikhail Janin and it is a kind of representative cover it's not I'm guessing a stock cover because there are echoes of what happened in the story on this cover um, way, yeah the one thing that really winds me so it's Batman is he's not even hanging on to lightning he's I don't punching even know. it. Punching, is it? Yeah. And he's like, he's, they're grabbing onto him, pulling him down or something. And you've got Catwoman grabbing him, all full costume. You've got, is that the Penguin? You've got yep. um, the Joker. You've got um, Two Face um, pulling him down. Now, what winds me up about this is he is clearly saying something in this picture. Mm-hmm. And his mouth's open and he's either shouting or he's saying something. Yet we don't know what it is. I know it's meant to be some kind of dream, but I don't know. It just, it, giving him I know they don't do word balloons on covers anymore but but <laughs> no. giving him something to say would have brought this whole cover to life for me yeah um, yeah yeah they um it's just devoid of any background whatsoever yeah. I, I was really hesitant to go into this issue because of that cover and okay. don't get me wrong don't get me wrong the characters is ter- like you're right it's a terrible costume on on Catwoman and you're very right also because of the big red eyes it's just yeah. awful um the characters are depicted well, I guess, but there's just nothing. Like it does nothing, and yeah. I don't know if if it maybe helps if you were like really following along with the story or something. It makes more sense, but I've I've got no clue. Is it meant to be him like battling through his brain, and that's why there's electricity yeah, that, or something? Oh, I see. So there's like the sparks in his brain, but it looks yeah. like to me, it looks like he's on a rope and they're clinging it, onto him. Yeah. But it, there's no top of the rope, if you see what I mean, if the rope was the lightning. Yeah, um, it just stops at his hand. Yeah, I don't know. It's not... Um, there's there's a lifelessness to the faces in it. I don't... Um, they're a little the only, too painterly to me, for me, you know? Yeah, the only one um, the only one that kind of interests me is Two-Face looks a bit Kevin Maguire. Okay, yeah, just just a wee bit, I would say. He yeah. looks sort of very Justice League International right there. <laughs> oh, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. But yeah, but that's about it. The, the, you're right. It is totally lifeless. The faces and also, are a little washed out, aren't they? Almost. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If it hadn't been for that tiny little bit under his sort of left peck, you wouldn't have even known he was wearing a cape. Oh yeah. Which, yeah. Which is just odd to see Batman with a cape. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Anyway, enough moaning about the cover. <laughs> <laughs> the, doc, the Doc Shainer one is so much better. Oh, is it? I must look that up. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen it. Um, I did. I actually saved it a while back. Right. And it's literally just, it's more villains, all sort of in a sort of cascade on the right-hand side. And Batman's almost like diving in with a fist towards them, gritted teeth. Oh, I have seen that. Pardon me. Sorry. Yeah, I have. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah that is good. I think it's in the back of the trade. Yeah. This is how much of a mug I am. I got the trade as well, but the um, yeah, it is it's much nicer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. There's not really a lot of background image going on or anything like that, but it just looks more interesting. Really, I where they put the Batman logo on this? It's not oh, much no room, idea. Is there? Yeah, no, no idea. Okay, I don't know if it, it maybe didn't have it because it's a variant. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, a lot of them don't tend to have that. Cool. So, did you want to give us just a little um, run through of what it's about, dude? It, if you can. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I'll try my best. Yeah. Um, if not, I've got the um, what it says on Comixology to read out. So, Right, okay. Well, like I say, I I wasn't actually following along with the story per se, so I was totally just pulled in. This is a purely art 
piece and our okay. uh, examination for me. So when it came to the actual story, I had no fucking clue what was going on. Um, so it was literally just the question interviewing uh, Catwoman slash Selena Kyle um, and going through almost like a, a truncated version of their history. Yeah. Um, and that's really about it. Is there's there's a, a bits where it sort of explains jobs that they've been on. Um, it cuts back and forward between sort of flashbacks of bits that she's speaking about, all while she's sitting at a table being interviewed by the question, almost like a, a police interrogation, and she's just sitting smoking. Um, <laughs> and you know, there's little bits in between where it sort of shows you I'm coming coming up against these sort of roster of villains and how he fits into the Justice League and stuff. Yeah. Um. All, all, like I say, art-wise, brilliant. Ex- yeah, executed brilliantly. I mean, there is a Lee Weeks quality to his art as well. I think you know, you see yeah. that when you because Lee Weeks does does do some work in this story. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, I'll read you what it says in Comicsology. This is part of the nightmare story that van that ran through this title at the time. Um, a mystery villain is forcing Batman to live through his greatest fears. He turns to the question, but is the question real or not? Um, Oh what? Yeah, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, so that's the, <laughs> no idea what that means. Uh, the, on the back of the trade, um, it says whether he's facing off against Professor Pig, saving the city with his partner. This is for the whole storyline: saving okay. the city from his partner uh, with his partner Catwoman, or chasing a masked criminal who never slows down. Um, nothing is what it seems, but his Batman is trapped in a never-ending cycle of madness. How can he possibly escape? If the only way Batman can get out of the nightmare is to confront his greatest fear. Will the Dark Knight have the courage to face it, or will he be lost forever with his um, while his enemies conquer Gotham? It's the trade. It's trade ten of the um, the, the Rebirth Batman series. You get this story. Every chapter, every issue is a different artist. Unfortunately, um, you yeah. do get some some good art. There's some really nice stuff in there. Um, Lee Weeks, uh, as we said, and Lee Weeks and Jorge Fornes, they 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 work together on it, which they do really well. They, mm-hmm. It's a lovely co-joining of artists. And then right in the middle of it, you get um, Catwoman's Hen Knight. What? Yeah, you get the. Uh, the story where she goes out with Lois Lane and uh, it, it's played for laughs. It's, I think it's Amanda, uh, oh, right. Amanda Connor drawing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, so you're right in the middle of it, you get that, which is quite unexpected. Um, it's not a, it's not a slow read. It's a very quick read, um, yeah. um, of which we'll talk about in a minute. It's three nineteen currently on Comicsology. Still quite expensive actually, um, yeah. and it's uh, four pounds on eBay. You'll find a copy. Um, what does um, what does the what does the trade compile of? The trade is issues. What to what? Uh, let me just get you that man. It's uh, so like I say, it's, it's trade ten, and it is uh, Batman sixty one, sixty three, sixty six to sixty nine, um, plus that one issue, which is the Hen Knight issue. I'm not right, sure what okay. that is. Yeah, because I think did this not end up becoming like part of the you know how the House of Bane yes shit yeah. or whatever yeah yeah because that's. That was another. That was another couple of issues that I picked up following the sort of Fornes, um a string in a way, yeah. and uh, ended up with seventy and seventy one, and that's where I, I got the sort of Bane thing. But um, but those issues are just odd. They're like half Fornes, half uh, I think it's Yannin or something okay. or Janin, right. and uh, but they, they are actually half and half, as in like one gets a page, the other gets the next page. And right. it just, oh, it looks awful. Yeah. Because they're telling two different stories. 
Um, and oh, it just doesn't work. The, 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 like, the run is a mess of flashback and flash forwards. Yeah, yeah it really yeah. is. It's it's really it's really like that. So let's just let's, let's talk a little bit about the run. So it, it was more, it was DC Rebirth. Pardon me. Um, it was often twice a month. Um, it was initially meant to be 106 issues. Um, it would have been 100, but there was obviously the Flash Batman insert, you know, the the button insert. Right, so it would yeah. have been 100. Um, it actually only lasted 85 issues. Um, the there are various conspiracy theories as to why that happened. I'm not I'm not going to go into the rumors of the time, but um, mm. Tom King wasn't on it past 85, and James Tinian. Um, came onto it after that. It's currently still on it, although about to leave. Um, it's um, there's a great perch video about it, which talks about the sales on it. it started very very strong, um, did the usual drop off, um, and then had a very strong issue, which was um, was it 45? I can't remember now, but it was it was billed as the wedding issue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no spoilers. They didn't get married. Um, well, and, that's, what, that's what gets brought up in this one. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so we talk about that here. Um, the guy comic tropes on YouTube, um, I often don't enjoy, but I find him a little bit annoying. But the, <laughs> the uh, he talks about the character characterization in this run being inconsistent, and I think he's right. You know, I think mm. there are there are moments. Um, this is part of that dream sequence um, where Batman is. It's it's something of an old, a tired old story being you know forced into a dream and having to escape, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And defeating your greatest nightmares. I just said it exa- exactly the same thing about the new Dreadstar. Um, I think Ugh. once it's you know it's it's just this thing, and it, but it went on forever, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> as did this run in my own in my view. Um, yeah, I don't I, I don't understand why you would make dream a dream sequence go over many issues. I mean, obviously, I I do understand why they're doing it, but yeah, um, it just is so tedious. As opposed to just putting it, if you're going to do a dream sequence and you're going to put it into an issue, well, make it one issue. Don't make yeah. it multiple issues. Nobody has a dream sequence that goes on forever. You know what I mean? My God. Yeah, <laughs> and. For me, dream sequences are all right. You either discover an awful lot about the character from a dream sequence or fuck all. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure what I'd quite discovered about Batman in this. Um, this is, um, we'll go back to that in a second when we, I'm sure we'll get onto Tom King's um, part of it. But to me, there's an there's part of this is, is an homage to year one. Um, page mm-hmm. two is basically a page from year one, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's just, a, it's almost like a reproduction in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and done in a slightly different style. Done in a more sort of era, eighties specific style in a way, you know. Yeah, the yeah. colouring very much lends it to it as well. Yeah, Do you know the colours are on point in this. They are. They really are nice, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Catwoman, it, it, you would bone immediately. Do you know what I mean? She's like. <laughs> um, <laughs> the only thing I will say about that page two is um, the kick's wrong. Look at her kicking him. He's not blocking it. The, oh, yeah. the, the legs on the wrong side. It is. But yeah. I, I haven't gone back to year one and examined whether that's the same in there. Maybe that that is. You know. Is she is she spinning round to try and get him with a like back? Kick? Yeah. <laughs> like a roundhouse thing. I don't know. Or her other foot down at the bottom is facing the opposite way, so maybe. Yeah, that's true. But still, no. I'm, I'm with you. You would if you were going to kick somebody, you'd be kicking them from the front, not from the back. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and then we get we go straight into this. Um, we're kind of 
because it's a dream we're in a we're in a purely white room um, yes. and in the middle of this white room is a table sitting one side of it very sort of casually and demurely and coquettishly and sleazily in a way is um catwoman <laughs> you know um smoking you know and on the other side of the table is the question who is also if you follow the theory a creation of batman's mind in order yes. to get in there and, and solve this and get him out of this dream thing and he's he's stuck in um and you would there's no way you could just jump into this issue i know you have but there's a lot going on which i'm guessing probably confused you a little is it uh yeah i i, I thought it was when i was reading it i didn't think it was a a dream sequence to be honest right. um i went into it and thought that something had happened somewhere like he'd gone missing or something and uh okay you know the question was trying to track him down for something yeah, which would have made more sense to yeah. me um and then I thought it was maybe just an excuse, like it was maybe like an anniversary issue because it was issue number 66 or something. They were trying to do something where they just give you like a little history of some sort um, yeah. and give you a, a feeling of what Batman stands for or something like that. That is what I took away from it. And I thought, that's you know, that works fine. Um, what detracted from that and didn't fully immerse me in that are the words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, because if none of those words were there, that is what I would have taken away from it wholeheartedly. But because all those words are there, I was lost. Yeah, they're almost they 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 stop the flow on occasion, don't they? And they yes, they have me raising my eyebrows. Right. Well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Tom King because I can see that we will be moving into the talking a bit about the dialogue and stuff like that. Um, so Tom King, born the 15th of July, 1978, he lived in Washington. He grew up in Southern California, studied philosophy and history at Columbia University. Um, he was he interned at both Marvel and DC. I don't know if you know that before um, oh. he joined the CIA. Um, post 9-11, he joined the CIA and served for seven years um, and then left to pursue a career in writing. In 2012, he wrote a novel um, with illustrations by Tom Fowler um, called A Crowded Sky. Um, and then he went on to co-write Nightwing with Tim Seeley. Um, I think Tim Seeley had some disagreement with DC and moved on from that. Yeah. And um, Tom King moved on to writing Grayson, which was kind of the butt-friendly sp spy Nightwing story. Um, <laughs> he, uh, June 2015. <laughs> <laughs> he um, he probably this is probably where I noticed him because I used to I was a big um, yeah same. Bronze Age Amiga man. Uh, he, he did the Omega Men, um, and he, that's when he began using that nine-panel grid for which he's known to use. Mm -hmm. um, he used it in uh, Mr. Miracle to great effect. Um, in December 2015, he, he, I think Mitch Gerrards did some of this, didn't he? He did Sheriff of Baghdad. Um, I think Mitch Gerrards did some of that. Obviously, yeah, was it, not, was it not originally called Sheriff of Babylon or something like that? Or was oh, it the other yeah. way around? Was it was it was it Sheriff of Baghdad first and then? I think Sheriff you are of right, Sheriff of Babylon. You're right. I've written that down wrong. Yeah, you are right. I, and I own it as well. It's it's quite good. It, it, I know it did change name at one point. I think you're right, man. That does ring a bell. Yeah, yeah. something something yeah. happened. It was either Sheriff of Baghdad first, or it ended up being I don't know one of one or the other. But it did have a name change because of some reason. I can't yeah. remember what it was. This is later where I end up self harming because I didn't do the research into that. I can just see uh, I can just see Eamon staring at me. The uh, um, then he went on to do the Vision with Gabriel Walter, which is allegedly what this TV series is based on. But I can't see it apart from the fact Vision lives in a house. I'm not actually yeah. sure where the the connection is there. 
Um, yeah, he, he wore a jumper at one point, though. So <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, um, February 2016, he signed an exclusive deal with DC, and then announced that he would be writing. Almost immediately, they announced that he would be writing Batman, uh, the Rebirth event, and onwards. Um, 20 August 2017, Mr. Miracle, he did with Mitch Gerrard's, um, which got him a lot of a lot of attention. I think that one, probably of everything he's done, I'm going to say that's the one that um, everyone sort of took hold of and ran. Mm. And, um, I began at that point to see this theme that he has of depression, PTSD. Yep. Um, well, very obviously from the first issue of that. Um, but yeah, that's that's a, a trauma and PTSD is a huge. Everyone's depressed, man. Yeah. Everyone's depressed in his comics all the time. Yep. That's <laughs> what I can't. That's what I can't stand. There's just always some sort of trauma or some sort of affliction that stops them from go- getting any further, and it's just. Yeah. It just becomes this massive trope of his that's ugh, it's just so boring. Yeah. Like after a while, you're like, mate, we get it. And also, I didn't know he was uh, in the CIA. It's not like he ever speaks about that <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm ragging on him, but it, 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 yeah. you know, I'm 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 not a I'm not a Tom King fan. Um, I yeah. don't enjoy a lot of the work that he does. Um, yeah. He gets tied to a lot of really good titles, and that's the problem yeah is that you know mr miracle great vision i would be interested in seeing something like that but as soon as his name's involved i'm like god this is just going to be dour yeah it's just going to be really like sour and boring and and really (laughs) downbeat and yeah and it is like every every time you read something of his it's just like okay we're coming back to that again are we i bought the hardback to heroes in crisis which was the book that followed on for miss miracle and and, well i bought bought a few of his hardbacks to be fair Mm. and um it just uh I've never made it through it. I've never made it through half of it. Yeah. Um, I think it's at that point where I started moaning about the, the proliferation of nine-panel grids again. Mm. Um, you know, we also worked in Watchmen, you know, probably worked a little bit in, you know, just stop. let's stop doing it now. Yeah, we're done yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's okay. Um, in July 2019, he shared the, the best writer Eisner with Marjorie Liu. Um, on, on an interview with Sci-Fi Wire, actually, I watched this morning with him. He said the only way you can make something good is to bring yourself to it, and that's um, that's something I don't always agree with. I think, well, yeah. in in a minimalist sort of way, there is always going to be part of you in it, but I don't want a big part of my soul in everything I write. You know, I'm writing about you know alien kids fighting monsters. It's, it's not really about me and my life. You know, um, yeah. but you don't this... want to give too much of yourself away either. Exactly. Yeah. I think that, and there's ways of doing it, but the, I do have this sort of, I feel quite sorry for Tom if, if he's that down all the time sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. He's, um, other themes of his relationships and secrets, um, so which is what we see to a large extent in this Batman thing, you know, mm-hmm. we never trusted his relationship with Selena and uh, with yeah. Catwoman. It never did. Um, and he's started talking now about um, he's got this plan to do get characters, make them his own, do short runs on them, and then move on to the next. So we've we've got Strange Adventures at the moment. Previous to that, we had uh, Mister Miracle, and and that's what he wants to do. Right. I don't know who he's got next, but oh, that's an interesting point of view. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm worried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as long as he's the Aquaman, man, we're fine. <laughs> oh, okay, right. <laughs> yeah, I hope, Green, I hope Green Arrow's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, he uses um, 
larger casts as well um and he brings people in they're kind of sidelined we saw this in the batman series you know with gotham girl and there's characters who are sidelined for a while um and he does write extended runs on ongoings so i don't mean that i don't mean he writes i mean he writes stories that um go on for a long time so this batman yeah, yeah. one it was twice a month and i was like exhausted by at some point oh, batman's still on the beach with a mustache you know it's this sort of thing it's uh it's still going on um he um he also said batman is about making your own family was the other phrase he used so you can see he's enamored with this wider cast thing um which is where i was going to come in and ask you a bit about batman's the ultimate badass to me you know i think that's i think that's mm-hmm. the phrase i once heard dave gibbons use you know superman's superman's the big boy scout and batman's the ultimate ba- badass and yeah. um i have an ideal of how I like Batman stories, which I'm not being that kind of fan and saying, oh, it's got to be like this. I just kind of like reading that story. What, what kind of story draws you to a Batman? I, I like the detective aspect of Batman. I've always been interested yeah. more in the sort of mystery aspect of it. I Don't get me wrong. I like seeing him punch a, a good villain in the face or whatever. Yeah. But I'm always more attracted to him being like the sleuth and going about and, trying to figure out the 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 actual crime at hand and, and piecing everything together. Yeah. Um which sometimes ends up in a bit of a disappointment when you just get a big fight at the end of it. You know what I mean? But all that lead up is just incredible. I also like Batman with a little bit of lightness about him. Yeah. Um just even just even something, you know, the old Jim Aparo stuff wasn't you know, there there was no great sense of darkness to a lot of that yeah you, you got enough for the for the sake of the character and the characters characterization but for the story just a you know a wee bit more upbeat please. adventure you know, yeah it's a nice yeah, bit of adventure yeah. in it wasn't there yeah mystery and adventure the old swashbuckling story but put under a batman modicum you know okay yeah interesting yeah i'm um if there was ever i think batman is the big comic character that's not, that's not a controversial to say. I think if you're, we all have our favourites, but I think if anyone said who's the big comic character, it's not Captain America. It's probably not even Spider Man, and it's not even Superman. It's it's Batman, isn't it? He's the big guy. Yeah. You know, he's the big character. He's, he's the one that people these days, even when they're speaking about Marvel films, they'll just you you suddenly hear them accidentally say Batman in between it. Yeah, and you're sitting going, is it just because like? you feel he's not tied to anything he is just so big that he's just this thing that exists you know what i mean it's not yeah. anything to do with the D- dc or anything like that it's just you know batman's batman that yeah. kind of thing he's so in the public consciousness that everybody seems to know him yeah and I, I i can't remember who said this it may have been tom defalco but i heard someone once say can we ro- can we stop a bank ro- bank robbery every so often yeah you know like, <laughs> um they don't have to be sort of super um, you know, tied in conspiracy theory stories. I like it when he, you know, sweeps down and stops, you know, the Riddler robbing a bank with some of his cronies. You know, I kind of like yeah. that. Yep. We need to take it back to his basics to to show how good it is sometimes and then sort of branch off outside. And to me, um, Batman is a singular force. He has sworn to protect Gotham you know, I'm not. I don't want to be on these fanboys. It sounds like oh, I can capture that. Like, I'm not. I'm not really like that because I've read a lot of different versions of Batman. Enjoyed them, but I think he needs that. You need to realize that that's his sole purpose in life now. Yeah, is you know, 
fighting crime and protecting Gotham. And I hate Batman stories where he's so caught up in himself. He's so obsessed with himself. Yeah. Um, and I think we see that here. The, yeah, it seems to me to be, you know, 85, 85 issues of him making googly eyes at Catwoman. I'm sure that's not <laughs> what it is, but it just feels a bit like that. And all these, all this time he's tied up um, in bed with her, on the beach with her, you know, um, worrying about whether she'll marry him or not. Oh, fucking hell. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wish I was yeah. Batman, then I wouldn't have had to get married. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that whole thing, like, but the whole thing, even in just this issue of, like, oh, that's, you know, that's why I wanted, I, I couldn't marry him because I, if, I needed him to be Batman. It's like, you don't need him to be anything. What? What? Yeah. What? That's a ridiculous notion. It's so stupid. For, for, if you're going to go by that metric all alone, well, that, that means that you can't be Catwoman then either. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. Like, that is, oh, I don't know, man. Like, I just, I think people take the Batman character way too seriously. Yeah. I mean, okay. uh, you know, this, this is coming from two guys that are sitting trying to explain our, our best aspects of what Batman yeah. is. And and, our imaginary character. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But at the same point, they just take him so seriously that it just becomes, it becomes almost non-existent. Like you, this, this story is so serious in a way that there is a lot of points where he's just doing nothing. He's just standing, and you're going, oh, yeah. God, oh. just, God, just make him do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know it's not really meant to be about him. The, the the whole focus of this issue in particular is mainly meant to be about um, Selena and about what she's saying, and really the story that she's okay. telling. Yeah. Um, when you get to the crux of it, but you know, he, you know, he hits a couple of bad guys, but that's about it. Yeah. You know, otherwise he's standing. You know, he's, he, there's actually a bit where he's just lying down. You know, <laughs> yeah. There is a Comics bit. Comics one hundred and one. Yeah. 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 Have 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 Batman lying down. I mean, don't get me wrong. That bit with the with the four panels and then the four panels on the other side of him sort of getting up and then going across and punching him in the face. Like yeah. I like it. But he is, he's just, you know, you, you've just opened up a page and the first panel is Batman lying on the deck, having a wee snooze yeah. before he gets up, you know, it's just, oh, come it's like, on. It's like my dear old uncle used to say to me, get a pair of bollocks. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> fucking hell, what are you doing? Um, but, the, but in contrast, the two pages before that of, you know, showing super, like a big massive octopus type creature throwing yeah. all this stuff about Superman's going in with laser eyes. Uh, Wonder Woman's like just jumping off the building with this, you know, shining lasso, and you know it's explaining that they have powers and they're gods and stuff. Um, you know what is he? And you know it's just this, it's this guy swinging on a rope. Yeah, it's a guy swinging on a rope, which is insane, and it that encapsulates it really well. So yeah. to then flick over the page and have him lying on the deck is like, oh Christ, come on! But yeah. th like I say, that's them taking it too seriously. They're not, they're not. They're not losing themselves in the fantasy of it, I don't think. They're just overthinking it. Yeah, it's an easy write as well because yeah. it's a dream. You don't have to be tied up with pushing the story onwards, um, yeah. You know, playing each line of a character, showing their duplicitousness, their emotions, their plans, You know what they're going to do. You know, it's, it's an easy write. I remember I used to write... Uh, fucking hell, this dates me, but I used to write <laughs> fan fiction for an internet site in the mid-'90s, <laughs> and um, I used to write a Commissioner Gordon story um yeah. and um i remember i was late one one month so i had him knocked out dreaming 
you know, <laughs> as the water filled up in an underground tunnel, we were stuck in with the, the Joker, and it just was an easy one. You know, he could yeah. dream about when he was at school and the teacher turned around and looked like the Joker and stuff like that. It's just an easy thing to write. Yeah. Um, and this could be summed up in two pages. Yeah, it could. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of the dialogue, dialogue, like you said, man, was is is pretty off for me. Um, yeah. There's there's some moments in it. Um, what's the line about? I'm not the. It's not the answer. I'm the question. And I'm like, fucking hell! My balls cringed up into my fucking. <laughs> you know, it's uh. Where was it again? I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to find it myself when he says yeah. that. I just um, thought, oh god! Yeah, he's kind of. He also doesn't he like kind of put his head up or something, and he says, uh, "Oh yeah." He says, uh, "No, no, you don't understand. This, this is, oh, was it? This is his escape. Me here finding this truth. It's all he can. It's all he can think to do. What? You're the answer. No, I'm the question. And oh, he's like, god. he's looking up at the ceiling, like, no, I'm the question. Like. Oh. oh, I don't know. You know, even the way they've kind of drawn the question here, like I've always envisioned the question with quite a deep voice, and the way the the way <laughs> yeah. Fornes has been obviously Fornes is is being directed on how to assemble these pages. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, you know, the way he's got the question going here, it's almost like. Ooh, I don't know. You know? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, I've got that Twitter not... voice in my head, you know. Yeah. question. You know, it's like, Christ. But at the same point, there is some absolutely the art, cracking the is beautiful, pictures. Yeah. Let's quickly do just, I would just want to mention before we move on to that, is the last page, which is oh, yeah. absolutely, totally redundant of any use. Yeah. <laughs> the most yeah, useful thing no on that page is the credits. Yeah, it's not even yeah. shaped very well. It's... No, it's not, and I don't understand why there's a whole page panel at the bottom uh, that's almost looks like they should have really put the credits in that. Yeah, it just I don't know because they st- they started it off that way. You know, it opened with like a massive yeah empty panel. For those with... who can't see it, there's a there's oh. basically a, a a width of the page, um, probably what a tenth of the page height. Yeah. Um, with OK, I lied, just written in the whiteness of it, and it doesn't work. No, it really doesn't. Yeah, yeah. After uh, after a full page worth of art as well, you could even just pick that up from her look. I mean, Fernandez has actually drawn yeah. it that well that you could have just picked it up from her. Look. It, it's but, done. It's done in the previous pages. You know, it's, yeah. it's completely done in those previous pages. Um, he just wanted something after that set piece of yeah. the, the flashback moment, um, and it, it it wasn't necessary. It, it's just paced badly. Um, yeah, I think. Um, let's talk a little bit about the art. You're right. So Jorge Fornes, um, he lives in Barcelona. Um, you're right for me. Also, the high point of um, the art is this. I first noticed him on Magnus. Oh. When uh, Magnus was a female. I remember liking the art on that, and I've gone back and realised that was him in 2017. Oh, okay. um, he's worked on a bunch of Marvel and DC and other stuff since. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Most recently on the Rorschach title, mm-hmm. um, which I owned the first couple of issues and thought, no, I'm going to read this in trade. Which is the one famously that has Frank Miller in it? Um, oh yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Le- a, with a um, Steve Ditko feel to it. It's it's an interesting thing. I'm I'm, I'm definitely going to read it. I've heard good things. I'm going to give he, it a um, Is he on art duties the whole run? I'm not sure. To be fair, no, I haven't See, bought it all. Yeah, that's the only reason I've not ventured yet because I want to find out if he if he's on the whole run, I will dive That'd into it. That'd be great. That. Yeah. yeah. 
But if it's chop and change like this, then I don't think I could do it. Not not for like two or three pages yeah, and, and he, maybe an issue. And he's done more know? than covers, isn't he? Because I know there's different, there's the sort of various variants and stuff like that yeah. in that series. Um, the um, he's done some. I think he's done some covers for the recent Pennyworth series. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. As well, Instagram Horgate Faunas J O R G E F O R N E S. Um, Twitter J Faunas J F O R N E S seventy four on Twitter. You can find his stuff. Yep. And um, he's got some great stuff on there. Um, re- like you say, man, really accomplished. Um, lovely. So this this book is two things. It's a lot of close ups and conversations, and a lot of much wider, widescreen action. Uh, not action set pieces almost so there's a, like a rooftop scene there's a couple of rooftop oh, yeah. scenes actually and stuff like that um do, have you got any sort of high points for you on this a uh, the full double page spread yeah. um of Catwoman walking away and and batman just standing watching her walk away with the rain pelting down yeah um there's a water tower at the at the farthest right hand side there's some buildings behind them on the, on the left yeah. Oh my god, it's just it's incredible. I actually I first saw that double page spread without the caption and just saw it as black and white art. And, okay, yeah. Oh, I would I would pay for that in a heartbeat. Yeah, man. Oh yeah. my god, it was incredible. That would make a great um, print, like a lovely frame print on your wall, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was, I'd write. I'd take the lettering out of that. I'd just have it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that the original art doesn't have the, the lettering on it. I know that much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also. A panel with the two of them back to back, and all the criminals that are lying behind them. Okay, it's quite what, good. What page is that? Sorry, uh, see. Oh, is it past that one? Is it or no? It's uh, it's before it. Okay, I think it's page seven. Okay, right. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like that one. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah that reminded me much more of um, a sort of tothy kind of feel to it. You know, mm-hmm. um, everything's. The everything's simplistic it's, it's beautiful yeah. he does a lot with a little line almost and, and uses yeah. some great inking techniques i think on it um mm-hmm. a little bit of miller in there as well i'm going to say a little bit of frank miller for me yeah um, from his sort of daredevil period that sort of early mm-hmm. miller um yeah. and maybe the other one i thought of a little bit whose interiors i don't go crazy for but i can see a bit of here is franco franco villa yes i think um, that next page after it of batman staring at um, Catwoman, especially. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's like spot on. Yeah, that is that right. actually looks like he did that, but yeah, it yeah it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there's you know there's there's great pages in this. You know those two jumping off a roof in the moonlight. Yeah. Uh, you know even him going, you know, rappelling down towards that big uh, squid creature. Uh, the the pages that I was talking about where he's lying down, believe it or not. Uh, yeah. The next four, where he's walking across, that punch that he's doing to Riddler, yeah, uh, that I think that looks like Adam West. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's an Adam West punch, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Too it's... much writing on those pages, though. Yeah, I know. to me. Once again, another couple of pages that I saw without right the yeah. the dialogue on originally. Um, Think I saw them in color though, without the dialogue. Okay. I could I yeah. could be lying, but I'm pretty sure I saw them in color without the dialogue, and was wholly impressed. He draws a good question as well. Um, Often but... it may be a tiny bit slight for me. I think in some of the pictures, a little bit yeah. skinny. Um, 
but yeah i mean there's there's some great stuff out there about the question about him you know his skills as a fighter and stuff like that i i kind of see him as being a bit more bulky but yeah you're right there's a couple of moments of her smoking i i think the face changes a little bit um yeah she goes from looking old to young yeah yeah i also yeah I'm not. I'm not a fan of people smoking full stop. To be honest, um, yeah. in art or anything, it just it just really annoys me. Especially when it looks like they're really enjoying it. I always just look and go, oh, "Fuck off." Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's me. Yeah, I, 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 I get that. So nobody that's smokes a, these days. Definitely. In my sort of group of friends, nobody. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, oh, far too far too many people around my house do. I'll tell you that. I'll do that. Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. can't sit, not in my actual house, but like. Oh god, we're surrounded by houses and they, they all smoke. So sitting out in my back garden, it's like, oh great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can smell it from all angles. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, I've got some hippie lady living next door to me, and it's a. Uh, I don't know what kind of um, herbal cigarette she smokes, but yeah. Um, <laughs> good. Right. So that is the Batman element of the comic, and mm-hmm. I'm going to just finish that Batman element with a quote that I heard from Tom King today, where he said, "I added happiness." to batman that that had never been done before that's a brave comment and one he didn't add to me but there you go um that is that is straight up bullshit right there (laughs) yeah (laughs) holy crap did he really say that yeah (sighs) i don't know if he was directly talking about the fact that you know he's in love and he's got this relationship and this woman now and stuff but even then he's batman fucker mooning about in bed with catwoman go and fight crime you know, rubbish. it'd be oh, eating the, him away that he's not doing that. That's yeah. the biggest lot of rubbish. He's, you know what? He's lucky he's got good people on art because otherwise he would be in the fucking toilet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can recommend that Birch video. Um, I'll stick it in the show notes actually because it, it gives you a good indication of um, the sales. Birch is great because he doesn't okay. fuck about and doesn't care yeah, about yeah. feelings, you know. Twitter feelings. He just says, "This mm. is the sales. This is what's good. This is what bad. This is why this happened." And it's an interesting one. Um, I'm interested in that comic tropes one as well. You were on about, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, um, I mean, he likes King's writing, um, but he does say that it's fair that there is inconsistencies within the characterizations within it, mm-hmm. which I make him write on. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try and find that one as well and stick it in there as well, man. Um, so we're going to move on at the moment to the stuff that won't be in the digital file if you've bought it. Um, Mad skewers the DC Universe in which the darling yet careless humour magazine bites the hand that feeds it. Um, <laughs> uh, it's got Alfred E. Newman in the top left-hand corner, and I'm currently wearing a Mad Alfred E. Newman T-shirt. Oh, go. amazing. There you go. Um, so um, for me, the high point was Sergio. Um, yep. Are you a fan of Sergio's work? or? Yeah, big time. Yeah, big time, well. man. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, and that was that was the highlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and so Sergio does um, presents mad look at the Justice League, um, and he does a sort of few stories just taking the piss out of you know the, the main Justice League characters. Interestingly, he kind of uses their new costumes as well, which I thought yeah, good I, old I think Sergio. It was, I think it was maybe on the back of the release of the the theatrical film. Oh, okay, right. So when it first came out, that's why they're all like it's it's. You know, Jason Momoa type Aquaman and ah, uh, okay, of course it is. I can like see that. that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so Sergio Aragones Do- Dominica um, was Dominique 
is his um, actual name. Born 1937 in Castellon in Spain, but moved to Mexico during the Spanish Revolution. Um, studied architecture at the University of Mexico. As, 17 year old, as, as a 17-year-old, he'd been selling comics in Mexico. Um, and he stayed selling there for about 10 years. But in 1962, he, he, he tried his luck, went to the U.S., um, stayed there for a bit. He actually studied mime under Jodorowsky and all sorts of things. He's quite the character. Um, oh, yeah. And um, I've heard him talk about this. I'm, I was lucky enough to meet him, um, as I've probably blagged and bragged onto you, you know, embarrassingly about it. But yeah. it, the, 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 the nicest dude ever, absolutely brilliant, end up going shopping with him for soup at one point because he was looking to get soup for his missus who wasn't very well. And um, really nice. And he, um, but he turned up and he was a mad magazine f- fan. And he turned up and um, had nowhere to sleep, so they locked him in overnight. And he basically stayed in Mad Magazine offices on the couch. <laughs> and he says it's brilliant because he got to read all the old magazines and stuff like that. Um, from Mad issue seventy six onwards, he only missed one issue, um, and that's because the post fucked up when he sent his post. His, you know the stories in, um, and he's still making comics now. Um, yeah, grew the grew Tarzan comic came out. I think last month now. The second issue yeah, is due. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. And his That's friendship old. with Mark Evanier and Stan Sakai and all this sort of thing is marvellous, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, he was at the... Was he, was he not at the leaks not that long ago? Uh, he was. That's right. I missed that one. Yeah. I didn't go to that one. Yeah. I think I think Dave met him at that point. He's got oh, a, right. He's got a good story about how he... I think I can't. I, I won't butcher the story, but it's you know it was something about him saying like you know keep it going or something. And he just turned and I gave him a thumbs up and said I try, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which that's just incredible. You know, yeah. there was um there's a great he does a, a slideshow. This is so good. This is like the best thing ever. He does this slideshow um, presentation, which is all about Mad Magazine's yearly holidays. So every year, Mad Magazine would pay for all the creators to go on holiday. But they wouldn't just go to, you know, the beach. They'd go to, like, Kenya on safari <laughs> and things like this. And you got and back then, it was a lot of old, oldish-looking blokes smoking pipes. And um, Sergio, who would, who's regularly just in his swimming trunks wandering around. But they were clearly, like, proper booze cruises, you know. Uh, I imagine there was a lot of booze drunk on these trips. And he says, oh, this is the time we went to Kenya. You know, this is the time we went to fucking Switzerland. You know, these sort of things. It's just what a time. You know, just amazing. That's uh, incredible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Groomy Stars is out at the moment. Um, and he's also, he's done quite a lot of acting. He's appeared in a number of movies and TV series. You can see that. You, you, you know, as yeah. soon as he walks in, you think, oh, he's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just brilliant, just brilliant. So look out, look out for Grew the Warrior, uh, Grew the Wanderer, and also look out for his. Um... So the story at Mad is when he started there, though he noticed there was a lot of white space around the stories, and he said, "Would you mind if I just drew little yeah. comedy bits, skits around these stories?" And and it sort of took off from from there. There's a running gag where people confuse him for the person who drew Spy versus Spy, but it wasn't him, and he thinks that that's obviously like a running. Oh gag. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's just incredible, and like that fast drawing is just—it's yeah. great. How yeah. he can how he can capture uh, a character in that speed is just oh, it's unbelievable. He's a machine, especially, yeah. yeah, especially at that advanced age as well. He's still going for it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other bits we get is we get um, parodies of common newspaper days gone by strips. So we get um, uh, 
we get what do we get in here we get a charlie brown peanuts thing don't we which is yep, um, the aquaman funnies that's it yeah so we get loads of aquaman strips in the guise of a there's there's one actually right next to aquaman funnies which is garfield but it's not garfield it's i can't remember, i can always forget the guy's name but the guy that's in yeah. garfield yeah um there's a calvin and hobbs type yes one there's a uh, peanuts um there's a far side yeah, the far side was... one is putting lipstick on a dolphin. It's a dolphin. Sex, <laughs> sex with it when Mira walks in. That's yeah. Quite, yeah. It's a Digbert one, isn't there? Yeah, there's a yeah the Digbert one at the bottom. And uh, do you know what? I was actually really impressed with how spot on yeah. they've got the likenesses. Like, it's unbelievable. And I think it's all done by this guy, um, or this person, Kerry Callan. Kerry Callan, yeah, 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 yeah. But just, like, really spot on. Like, I, I kid you not, these characters... You know that that actually looks like, um, that actually looks like Watterson. Yeah, it done. really does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really does. Yeah, they've they've really captured it, and it's 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 not stiff at all. It's it's a lovely little no. story. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. But they're yeah. they're just so funny. They're that one where you know they've all got the the different titles as well. You know, curry and swabs, uh, <laughs> yeah. sea sea nuts, um, the, the wet, wet side. side, yeah, and Arthur, Arthur, yeah. 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 <laughs> Now, unbelievable i wonder whether that's why that it's not it's not in the trade and it's not on the digital is because of the copyright thing yeah probably I can't imagine it's I'd easy be... to get the copyrights on that you know i think it's probably also to do with the mad thing as well and yeah. the fact that they you know won't shy away from it the alpha, the offices were shut yeah and, so uh, yeah, yeah mad magazine was quite the thing again it was like here we go again this is mad mad's going to be good again brilliant brilliant here we go here we go um, my buddy Bob Fingerman, it was like the the best thing he'd ever done. He was so pleased to be working on Mad Magazine, you know. And then they kind of closed it. They shuttered it very quickly. It's it does continue yeah. as a reprint with the very odd new bit of work in it. I think they have a, a very small budget to put a new thing in it every so often. Um, but it's um yeah, it's a reprint title now. It's a shame how long Mad ran for it. It was an incredible comic. Um, I still pick up back issues when I see them. Some of them probably wouldn't pass the Twitter test these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything can these days. To be that's clear. true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. yeah, do you know what? It's always fun if you can get a good Al Jaffe folding as oh, well. Yeah. So um, and and honestly, how old was he? He worked till he was like ninety-eight or something, didn't he, or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Worked. He was. He worked right up until near enough the end. Yeah. Yeah. Just brilliant. Uh, just I honestly, I can't believe it. Every every time I think about that, I just think like, come on, everybody, pick up the slack. Yeah, get exactly. going. <laughs> yeah, stop fucking ranting on. Just make a comic. Yeah, um, there's a uh, Kerry Callan. Um, I apologise to Kerry. I, I should have looked them up, but uh, Kerry's also done that. Now this is bring your sidekick to work day, which is a style that I find I recognise from probably from social media. I'm guessing that uh-huh. they've done a, a lot of these strips and stuff. That, and it's uh, it's basically a sort of funny one about bringing your sidekick to work and how it doesn't work out and. It's, yeah. it's fairly spot on. It's a little bit neutered compared to some of the stuff I'd seen them do. Um, mm-hmm. But there's there's a couple of sort of slightly off-colour... Uh, not off-colour, is there? It's not even that. It's just sort of sarcastic just, jokes in it. Yeah. yeah, it's just funny. You know, yeah. the, one of the best bits involving Batman, you know, um, Bruce, don't you want to join us at the table? No need to lurk in the shadows today. I'm fine where I am. He does yeah. that when he's gassy. Dick! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But see, like... That bit right there when he says Dick, that actually that doubles up on that bit. Like yeah, that's you know, true. we all know it's Dick Grayson and you know he calls him Dick and stuff like that. But that particular line that also 
like it's just thick. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. He's got to say a lot. <laughs> and there's a little joke about Wonder Woman taking steroids as well, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, which is great when you think that um, because initially Mad Magazine wasn't a great seller straight away, and it's not until they put was it Super Duper Man. Yeah. Um, in issue four, I think then people started sort of talking about it, you know, water cooler playground kind of effect, and it started taking off from there. And when you think that now it's actually featured in a Batman story, and yeah, you know, it's got it's actually got Superman in it. It's quite cool, really. Um, it's yeah. a shame. It's a real shame. I, I had it on my pool list. I double dipped on it. I actually had it on Comicsology, and then I used to buy physical copies as well. Oh, um, but yeah, it's a real shame. And there's a big advert for it. A whole year of Mad for nine dollars ninety nine. Oh, that is a bargain. Uh, yeah. It is. Um, Do you know, what? I, I would have, I would have absolutely killed for them to have done like an actual steady thing of Mad Skewers the DC Universe. Yeah, I would have loved that. Yeah. Honestly, I would have absolutely loved that. Even if it had been, you know, even if it had just been the kind of like the the last few pages of the the Kerry Callan stuff. If it had even just been like an issue of that or something, yeah, me that'd too. Have been brilliant. That'd oh, been I'd brilliant. love to have seen one of those little paperbacks of it. You know, like the, the yeah. normal size paperback things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they were great. Um, good, right? Yeah, try and pick some Mad magazines up. I know they had a, they did have a big load of them in, gosh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, I bought a load of them. Um, I'll, if I find, I'll dig out one of the covers is quite humorous. So if I find it, I'll dig it out and send it to you because uh, <laughs> you might find it a laugh. Good. Okay. Um, so that is, um, Batman issue sixty six. Yeah. There you go. Um, probably our least favorable review of the series. <laughs> yeah, but. I I I I say that, but like, you know me. If I don't enjoy something, yeah, I'll just get rid of it. I just like it's gone. Yeah, and yet this is still, you know, this is sticking with me for the art, man. Um, yeah, it's for lovely. the art alone. Incredible. Yeah, I mean, if you if, if very much if if somebody was that sort of toth illustrative kind of design inclined, it's it's a must. I yeah. think to to just even look at. The confidence and the simplicity, and the, the the I don't know. There's just it's just an elegance in in being able to sum up something in such few lines, and yeah. oh, it's just it's gorgeous. And, and Dave Stewart's colours are lovely on it. He he, yeah, he, uh, he keeps it fairly flat, but yeah. that works on this kind of style of artwork, you know, as it would have done on Year One and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and he's it, gorgeous. It, he's certainly an artist yeah. I'm going to follow now, man. No, totally. Yeah. yeah, and I'm almost, I'm almost thinking of you know getting another copy just to take out that double page spread yeah. and frame it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good shout. I must have a look at his website. Actually, I've never been to his website to see what he's got up on there. I'm not even yeah. sure if he's what his commission prices are like or anything like that. It'd be interesting no, to find out. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. I would, you know, I'd be really interested to see how much his original art goes for. Yeah, probably a lot. Be, yeah, it's probably four figures. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well. <laughs> one one can dream. Yeah, yeah. I made yeah. Uh, I made the mistake of looking up how much um, Jeff Darrow was the other day, and about you know had to get a new pair of underwear. <laughs> oh, His prints man. are quite cheap, actually. I bought a couple of prints <clears throat> off him at conventions and stuff. Not too yeah, bad. Prince. Yeah, yeah. Prints trying to get him to do a commission or something though. Oh, oh my right, god! Right, okay. Oh. <laughs> that's definitely an agent that's working with him i'll tell you that yeah. much that's the problem sometimes they get out they get these agents get hold of them i remember um, i won't name him but i bought a lovely um adam warlock off an artist eight years ago probably mm. something like that and it was it was a reasonable you know commission price it was like i think 60 quid at a table um commission over the weekend you know and mm. um i went to look at his other stuff and 
he he sent me he said oh I can't, I can't really deal with you direct Tony I've got this agent and it was about six grand oh you know like oh fucking God. hell yeah yeah I, I, yeah, I think um, I think Daryl has definitely got like a Hollywood agent of some sort as well yeah so yeah, yeah. yeah not 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 great <laughs> that was uh, yeah that was a shipwreck moment <laughs> Good stuff, man. Well, let's move. Let's have a little chat with you. Um, so, uh, congratulations, by the way, on your anniversary. So you just hit an anniversary, haven't you? Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, five years. Wow, yeah. it's gone quickly, yeah. isn't it? And it really yeah, gone quickly. It really has. It really has. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, you know, moved house, uh, moved premises. Um, yeah. We've went through so many comics. It's unbelievable. We've had countless amounts of different guests. We've done interviews. We went to cons. Got comic you know, out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, put a comic out. Yeah, got a second one in the works. Um, you know, we're always just keeping on going. There's nothing. There's no stopping. That we yeah. might we might disappear from time to time because we're busy, but we're always just keeping on going. Yeah, it's you know, good stuff, man. Yeah. It's, and the the five year anniversary episode isn't out yet. Is it out yet or? Yeah, yeah, it's out. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah, Good. I think I came out last week. Week last before. week, right? Yeah, it's in my phone, yeah. ready to play. I got a bit of a journey tomorrow, so I think I might use that tomorrow. Ah, good, good man. stuff. Good man. Um, yeah. But it's one of those that you know, like us, we uh, <laughs> forget about the fact that it's the five-year anniversary until about the end of the episode. <laughs> it's, it's almost like an afterthought. Uh, we just chat comics before it. You know, we had a general comics chat. I had, uh, We'd done that many topics for so long that I, I sort of said to the lads, can we just kind of bring along new stuff in that that we've got and yeah. stuff that we've been reading and just kind of chat? Yeah. And honestly, the, you know, the usual, it was like three, four hours worth of us just sitting chatting away. Good stuff. Um, yeah. And then I get the lovely job of cutting it down afterwards to <laughs> an hour and three quarters, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, it's been, you know, it's it's great. That's a shame. I was really looking forward to coming up and seeing you guys, and sort of life took over, and I couldn't get away. But yeah, it's it's a shame. Yeah, to sit there while Mike makes uh, makes uh, uh, silver foil dinosaurs uh, (laughs) table with with I missed that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good stuff. We'll uh, we'll have you up, and we'll have you on an episode soon enough, Tony. Yeah, oh, that'd be good. Oh, uh, bucket list. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff, man. And what have you got coming up on the show? Got any any anything you can tease us with, or? Oh, right, we've got loads of episodes that have been done and in the bank. Don't me right. ask me what the, what they are right now because I can't <laughs> I actually can't remember. But we've we've yeah. done loads. Um, Dave always says one... the same thing. Whenever I ask Dave, he kind of can't remember. Yeah, yeah, it's because it, it was that long ago. Right, we've done we have done a lot. It's just you know ones maybe take precedent and I'll get them out instead. You know, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of ones that we did in lockdown that are still to come out. Um, okay. Someone's on Skype or whatever, uh, which is fine, you know, and there's decent ones as well. Um, and, you know, we always have a laugh, so that's, that's always the main point. Uh, I've got an interview coming out soon enough. It should be in the ne- either the next week or the week after. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say who it's okay. with you. It's not, but it's, 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 it's a mate. It's a, it's a okay. mate, really. It's somebody that I, I really like speaking to. I've had him on before. It's a him. I'll say that much. Right, okay. Um, yeah. And, you know, somebody with a, a comic coming out um, pretty soon. So, yeah. So, okay. you're looking forward to that because it, it was a good it was a good laugh. I had a good chat. You know me. I, I, you know, I'm not formal when it comes to interviews. Yeah. So, no, I love you know, interviews, we... man. Yeah, they've been really good recently. <laughs> the Van Skyfall one was just brilliant, man. I just perfect listen to that, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, really nice. I had a lot. I had a lot of fun with that. I yeah. just occasionally go back and listen to it and just get all giddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's when I was thinking it's okay when I haven't said anything that fucking really makes me cringe. You know, it yeah. tends to be if the interview's gone alright and I haven't done that, then I can listen to it again. If I've had an interview where I've just said something really ridiculous and I'm like, oh Christ, yeah. <laughs> Happens to me off, often enough, but I've just happens to me in real life myself. all the time. Never mind. Yeah, well, yeah. well yeah. tell me <laughs> every day, mate, and I'm, I'm usually by myself most of the time, so that's that's a skill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm so embarrassed by things I've done, I let out an audible noise. Do you, you do know? the? Do you do the same as me? You just suddenly wake up through the night and go, "Oh God!" and remember something from like ten years ago you oh, said God, to somebody. Why, why did I use that girl? Yeah, that other girl's name when? I, yeah, it's all that. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff man and um i'm not I, well, I will stop badgering you about this soon but issue two's in in, in on on the way i know you're not rushing it but hey, yeah you know it's still it's still on the go um but like i say um i'd say you know we've we've had this conversation but yes. it, it, you are you are right to keep pushing it at the same point though but we are just taking our time um i think life's kind of getting in the way for a lot of us um you know, things have started picking up for me business wise and stuff yeah. for the day job and that as well. So I'm finding it. Yeah, me too, man. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, I'm finding myself. Do you know what? In, in the in the most honest way, I'm finding myself just kind of beat by the end of the day. And the thought of then sitting down and writing or drawing or something, I'm like, oh, Christ. But yeah. I really have to push myself to, to do it. I'm still reading. Um, yeah. Still reading. Yeah, my head's stuff. like porridge some days. Do you know when yeah. I get home and I'm like, oh, Christ, I just can't do anything? Yeah. 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 I've yeah. Had, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now gone. So just before we um, we finish, and I will get some links out of you, I thought we would um, we would talk through my recent sponsorship offer. Um, oh, oh yeah. So um, I'm going to read it to you. This came from Anne Marie oh. Allen, Manscaped Potential Partnership. Oh. Yeah. Hey Tony, we came across the Never Iron Anything Comics Review Show. Pretty much, you emailed me on another email that's not connected to the show, um, <laughs> and love capital letters love your content. We're reaching out on behalf of the audio marketing team at Manscaped. I'm not sure if you're aware of Manscaped at all. Oh, yes. Yeah, very yeah. aware. <laughs> They're uh, um, a trimmer for your downstairs. Yeah. As yeah. as they like to say in their advertising schemes, the ball shavers. <laughs> Are they? Is that what they say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I've heard um, I've heard loads of different podcasts speaking about them, and they always say, like, oh, they're very forward in saying that, you know, they're uh, trimmers and cream and, uh, you know, antiperspirant for your balls. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're very to the point. So... You know, I thought it would have been a good fit for yeah, you. Might you have know. Been. Yeah, well, Balls I'll read on and, and explain. So we are interested <laughs> in advertising on your podcast, said Anne-Marie. Please, can you mm. send over the following? And she wanted some sort of links and demographics and download numbers and that sort of thing. This will help us evaluate how to move forward. Let us know if you're interested, and I will send you everything you need. Look forward to hearing back from you. Um, thank you, Anne-Marie. And I replied. Oh! Yeah. Um, Remanscaped potential partnership. Hey, Anne-Marie. Thanks so much for the mail. It's very kind of you to think of our podcast. I'm sorry to say that I may not be the best example of someone to advertise your product. Visually, I'm similar to a ginger wookie and totally not the groomed type. If you get the business, if you get into the business of strimmers or maybe lawnmowers, then please let me know. All the best. And I hope you have a great weekend. Your hairy friend, Tony. <laughs> They've so far not replied to that. But I think oh. I'll give them a little pimp there for Manscaped. Yeah. You know, if you fancy shaving yeah. your balls, many of you may go they're, over to um, Manscaped. Yeah, they're good for um, 
for ball shaving needs. <laughs> <laughs> I've never ventured into them myself, but no. they do get they they are a company. Believe it or not, they get pushed on me on YouTube a lot. Oh right. And, you yeah. know how the analytics go on that thing, so I don't yeah. know what, what I'm watching. What are you looking at? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably all the comic stuff. They just kind of go, you must be hairy and sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> you're so... <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, right. You probably don't have one of these. Yeah. 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 You're not yeah. You're not good into hygiene. There's, uh, <laughs> you're some manscaped. You know? I'm like, oh, great. Thanks yeah, very Unfortunately, much. it was Anne-Marie who wrote to me. Had it been a man, I probably would have written that naked, I look like someone's sewn a ginger German shepherd to my chest with its tongue. <laughs> But uh, I didn't do that in the end. Oh, dear. Poor old Anne-Marie. Oh, dear. Um, I meant to ask you, yeah. uh, what have you What have you been reading recently, Tony? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, it's been a busy been a busy reading time. I'm actually reading my whole pull list at the moment every week, which is quite something really? for me. Yeah. Nice. Um, which has been good. So, I mean, I read all the X-Men titles, Captain America, Avengers, um, Iron Fist, um... I read all the Vampirella, all the Red Sonja, all the Superman, um, most of the Batman, um, nice. the new Booster Gold Blue Beetle series. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, God, what else? It's hard to remember, isn't it, when you're sort of put on the spot with it. Um, yeah. Grendel, um, uh, the six sidekicks of that, that book. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so much, man. I'm just trying to think. Geiger um, by Jeff Johns is really good. Um mm. Yeah, I'm busy. I read. Um, I have to say, I'm still absolutely enamoured with Raptor, um, the okay. Dave McKean yeah, book. Yeah. Just man, yeah. just blew me away. Just beautiful. I don't know why more people aren't talking about it. And I, I will say it for like the fourteenth time. The fact that we've had that and the Barry Winter Smith book out in the same year is just like uh, yeah. unbelievable. I think I think that's yeah, incredible. Yeah. Um, what have I got here? I've got uh, the Marcel Proust in Search of the Lost Time. I just got that through. Um, the Other Side of Town by um, Alex Delaney and the Derelict. I've got. I'm. I'm working my way through Thorgal. Um, oh wow! Which is nice. I love the art of anything. I just got Wallywood Eerie Tales of Crime and Terror, sort of an old pre-code. Um, I got sent Simon Ro- um, Russell sent me Attitude Lad through. I reread um, Claremont Miller's Wolverine. Uh, Pussy Man Fists. <laughs> 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 you gotta love yes. the Forp. Um, <laughs> Well, uh, uh, Hokusai, um, the the book about the Japanese artist. Yeah, there's a lot. I got the um, the thing from uh, where is it? Here it is. I got the Indestructible Man from Fleet the Fleetway Files. Oh, nice um, one. So I haven't read that yet. I've sort of flicked through it. That's quite a dense read because it's some of the the pages are reduced down from it's almost like a newspaper sized comic. But yeah, there's right, a lot to that. It looks gorgeous. Um, by Scott Goodall and Jesus Belasco. So that's good. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been a busy period, man. Um, I bought I bought a couple of books recently. I bought Chasing Harry, which is a novel of sexual terror by Michael Fleischer, the comic writer Michael Fleischer. And oh, yeah. this was the book that um, he was described. I can't remember who described him, but it was in the comics journal. Some, someone described him as a complete psychopath or something. And uh, me and Johnny Cannon were talking about it, and it's it's as oh yeah, it's as strange as you think. That was <laughs> uh, that was the that was the batshit. Um, interview. That's, that's one. Yeah. Yeah. The one that became litigious. That's one. <laughs> yeah. 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 It yeah. was all this whole. He called me this. No, I didn't. Uh, well, you did. Well, maybe I did, but it was just a joke. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I read the first. I read about the first ten pages, and it's fucking. Yeah. Weird. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just yeah, yeah, mate. So much. Too much. What about you? Oh fuck. Uh, 
I've been. Do you know? I've actually been working my way through all the stuff that I've not even like. I've I've bought it and put it on the shelf and just never ventured down. So, because there's a whole pile of stuff in the garage. Wait a minute. I'm going to bring up some of the pictures on the phone. But I was reading the one of my intention fails. Oh right, uh, yeah, yeah. Which you do on your podcast, don't you? Yeah. yeah which was the Ivan Brunetti um, graphic fiction and cartoonist collections, like the big anthologies. Okay, yeah. Um, and I actually bought the first one because the second volume that I've got was incredible, like unbelievable. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a who's who of like excellent cartoonists. Like it's it's unreal. Right. Um, you know, there's there's... Jaime in there, there's oh, right, okay. Seth, there's Oh, I know Mary the one you're talking about. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking yeah, about yeah. now. Yeah, the yeah, covers, yeah. The, it's a Klaus cover. Yes. Um, yeah. And the other one's a Seth cover. Yeah. Um, I was reading Charles Burns, uh, Hive and uh, Crossed Out. Um, I've not got Sugar Skull yet. Those um, collections are nice. They remind me a bit of how No Brad do their um, hardbacks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. almost like um, the, cloth, the cloth end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I tried um, these Savage Shores. Okay. Um, yeah. Just a couple of just a couple of issues. It was all right. Um, looks lovely. I, yeah, it looks yeah, it really does. nice. Yeah. Yeah. I only had uh, issues one, three, and four. Um. So I just kind of I got them in like a random grab bag thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I read them. They were all right. I would probably read a collection of that. Yeah, I read them on um, my phone. Believe it or not, on my phone because we got sent them through as review copies years ago. Oh and, yeah. You know, you get that review copy through, don't you? And yeah a dm you end up clicking on the dropbox link on your phone and you know i really need to go and pay more attention to it i think i read the last issue um and it was yeah pretty pretty amazing yeah yeah um read a uh, moon girl and devil dinosaur i didn't really like that that much um yeah that was a shame after the highs of devil dinosaur and jack kirby yeah you know, i've got the omnibus behind me i love that book yeah yeah um flake by matthew dooley oh yeah um Adrift by Gregory Marden. That was a humanoid one. It was all about like a. It was it was the life of a guy's uh, guy's granddad. He wrote his life of, of like him and as a sailor. Okay. I, think he was, I want to say he was. Uh, it was a while since I read it. Now I think he was either Spanish or Italian. Right. And it was about him going like everywhere on 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 the ships. But it was weird. It started off odd. And then it just all of a sudden ended up into this guy's life. It was really, it was okay. very strange. I'll tell you what you might um, like if you if you like BD is um, the new um, Barbarella book. Oh yeah, fucking out! It's got um, Bolland covers on it as well. Oh really? Yeah. So just the first issue's just come out. The interiors are lovely, amazing. Nice. They look like um, they've come from an album, you know. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I'm all uh, about the sexy ladies from Dynamite Me. That's uh, that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it should be. Yeah. Um, I read that Ben Mara um, and Joe, was it Joe Casey, that Jesus freak? Oh, yeah, I've got that, yeah. Oh, God, that yeah. was weird. I was just, <laughs> I was like, why Why am I reading just a straight translation of the Bible, but there's kung fu fighting in it? Like, what? <laughs> um, but not enough kung fu fighting. I was yeah, like, yeah, what? I, know what? I want more. Um, well, we, Ben's but... absolutely lovely to deal with. I've yeah. never spoke to him in person, but... The, the interactions we've had through Tribute Press, and, and I, you you knew, you spotted I'd bought that page as well, which you kept quiet. It was very kind yeah. of you. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought the, the the art for the cover to um, Toby Hercules to the variant um, mm-hmm. for Adam, and, we, and you went to me, have you bought that cover? 
Yeah. <laughs> and I say, yeah, she's for Adam. Don't tell anyone. But yeah, yeah. And it was it was really delayed getting it. I think he got held up in customs or something. And yeah. um, he was super contactable, very interesting, you know, very friendly. You know, yeah, great. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Um, I read a bunch of free comic book day issues, obviously, okay. that I got through. Um, I started, I read um, the odd couple of strips in the Walt- Walton Skizik stuff. Um, I, every day I'm trying my best to at least read a strip of Pogo. Oh, nice. Um, oh, just just, just yeah. even just one. You know, just pick it up, flick to a random page, read it. Have you it read the Swamp Thing issue that's homage yes. to that? Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, 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 I have. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Um, I was really confused when I first read that, but I, I just adored it. And then when I found out that it was an homage to Pogo, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I flicked through the crazy cat and ignat's um book that i picked up it's like a big oversized thing for fantagraphics oh okay fantagraphics man there's so there's so the the publisher we'd all love you know me and my buddies would like to be published by still isn't it they yeah. still got that you know yep big time um mm. yeah they're just unbelievable i flicked through black sad again for like the, oh, the new ones time. coming in it oh man we're so excited i, <laughs> I just i can honestly mate i i've I'm, I've got to the point where I'm not even speaking about it because I'm I'm just a mess every time I talk about it. I'm like, I just, I just, Black says it's coming. It's fucking... <laughs> yeah, Nazelli from Eurocomics was messaging us about it and everything. Yeah, like, fucking yeah. hell. I read a yeah. bunch of Eurocom- Eurocomics stuff, which I've got oh, to okay. thank you for. Oh, right. um, the, you know, you've kindly put us on to the... Uh, uh, oh right! Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's not my job. They, I just they said no, where, where would be useful, and I said you guys. You know, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, sure you're selling comics for the man. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, there's there's actually a bit of a, a review special coming up for us. Oh, so that'd be fine. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been reading a bunch of them. I read a bunch of Love and Rockets recently, just on uh, the off chance, just some of the newer stuff. Okay, yeah. Because um, I've not. I haven't dipped into any of the the newer, say newer stuff. It's been what three, four years that's been coming out now, or five years or something. Yeah. But I was dipping into those new volumes. That's where uh, uh, that same convention I met Sergio. I met those guys at it. Um, right. Okay. And um, sat across the table having a coffee with them, and they were really nice to me. Yeah, they must. Have, I don't know who they thought I was. <laughs> but just, yeah, it was super nice. Yeah. I'd, honestly, that's like bucket list to meet them. Like, yeah. Just incredible. Um, oh, what else? I'm, I'm actually just looking at my shelves now. Oh, yeah, Hobo Mum by Charles Forsman. Oh, was, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was surprising. I did not expect that in the slightest. It's the artist um, from Stig and Tildy as well. I always forget his name. Oh, yeah, I should know this. You put me right on the spot there, haven't you? Uh, uh, to everyone. Root, yeah. uh, oh, God. Did Chris... you get the, um, the, the new book out of Nobrow? Did you get the fight one? No. Oh, I'll, I'll give them a poke around that. They should have sent that to you. All okay. right, okay. Yeah. No, nothing Nothing dropped through from No Brow. Anyway. Okay. But right. speaking of No Brow, I, read, um, I was reading uh, Eileen Gray again. Okay, and, yeah. Uh, and that um, Out of Nothing as well. Oh, yeah, lovely. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Good um, stuff, man. God, yeah. Just, do you know what? I'm, I'm, I've, I've flicked through a couple of things that I've, I've previously read. Um, there's a couple of things on the shelf that I, I'd got in previous months and I just kept meaning to get round to it. Um like I got a couple of Joe Matt um books oh, nice. as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well I have a book about masturbation. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I picked up Fair Weather and Poor Bastard. So that's, right. you know, there's yeah. a wee bit of masturbation, but not as much as there would be in likes of Spent. That's it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> holy crap, Spent. I, honestly, when I first read Spent, I was sitting going, What? <laughs> what's going on all that bit about <laughs> editing videotapes to just his favourite bits and all this sort of yeah. thing yeah 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 and he's like crying as he's doing it being like this is the best thing I've ever done like, this is some <laughs> of my best work <laughs> I've all been there yeah yeah. and uh, I think apart from that I've, I, I got a couple of Seth books through I'd borrowed some from Dave I think I said to you a while back I borrowed some off of Dave because I didn't really have a lot in my sort of Seth collection okay and uh Oh man, just what a cartoonist! Just I, I, do you know what? That's one, that's one we can maybe book in at some point. Yeah, right? that'd be a good one. What the Clyde fans yeah. book? Yeah, um, yeah. I, either Clyde fans or um, it's a good life if you don't weaken. Yeah. Okay. Holy, stop me dead in my tracks. Yeah, I remember reading that in just... issues, and it was coming out at the same time as a lot of stuff that you know, eight ball and. Mm-hmm. Uh, minimum wage and there was that little period of stuff and it was just blowing me away all the time yeah Palooka, yeah. Palookaville's un- unreal like that yeah. was yeah. Uh, Dave gave us a shot of um, Palookaville issue one and I was like are you joking like this is issue one <laughs> my god <laughs> I met him at uh, on Glam and he, he is exactly who he is in the comic oh yeah I can imagine yeah he dresses that way as well yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's another one I'd love to sit down with yeah. definitely yeah yeah yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Man. So, where can people find you online, and um, where can people find that comic smell? Uh, that comic smell is found uh, mainly SoundCloud um, is the is the sort of main page, but we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, all that kind of jargon. If you just type in that comic smell, it usually nice. comes up with us straight away. Yeah. Um, we are also on Twitter and Instagram, as much as I'll use it from time to time, uh, at that comic smell. Um, probably best to find us on Instagram as opposed to Twitter, but either way, you know, give us yeah, a shout. Yeah, you put up stories and stuff, don't you? I always, always have a little yeah. click through them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's I like nice to, comic panels. Yeah, I like to um, regram, as the kids say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I like to go on and, like, you know, if I find somebody with a, a good... Um, comic strip or something or somebody's maybe um, put up like a lovely piece of art or something I'll, I'll do that share thing where it comes up in your story yeah, um, yeah in hopes that people will see it because that's how I find a lot of stuff is going through people's stories and, I find more more comics I want to read on Instagram than anywhere else at the moment yeah 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 yeah, totally. yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, good stuff. You can find me at uh, patreon.com forward slash tribute press. Uh, uh, Flesh and Ink is. Uh, issue two is about to finish and if you've got the right tier you'll get it through the post um we've got some plans forming also um go to tributepress.com the hoodies are up for pre-order um if you are a patron um have a look and watch your inbox this week because there's a discount code coming for you if you're a patron as well um so watch yeah. out for that um i'm working on something with mr um forp daryl forp um at the moment as well just about to finish writing that up and send that to him and also have a look for drawn under the influence the anthology that came from the drink and draws edited by sarah i've got a strip in there with 4p and i've got a strip in there with the aforementioned cumber which i co-write with sarah um we say co-write we kind of wrote it on a whatsapp group it's on these sort of experimental things <laughs> but it does it does feature the amazing jay mcdonald um which <laughs> but there is a a raft of great stuff on in that anthology um and it is um it's going to be for sale at um, 
Meanwhile, Comic Convention, the 18th, 19th September, come to our table there. And if you have pre-ordered it or you're a creator, you may be you may be able to come and collect your copy there. And we'll have some for sale as well. It's not going to be that expensive. But yeah, good stuff. Thanks, man. Um, I shall press stop in a second once we've shaved our balls. And um, <laughs> we'll talk about possibly doing another one very soon. Thanks, mate. Brilliant stuff. Thanks, buddy. Cheers. Cheers, mate.